and hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It is Monday, August 22nd, um, right after the weekend where we had IndyCar at Gateway, NASCAR at Watkins Glen, um, Alex was at Gateway, I was at sure home, was. I was at home taking a nap, um, <laughs> <laughs> I was having a good time, but um, yeah, we have a really packed episode today. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about Alex's weekend at Gateway and the fabulous IndyCar race. We're going to talk about yes. a lot of tea. We have an entire paragraph. Like, we have how many bullet points? Like, 11 like, bullet points about Kyle we Bush. We have a major Kyle Bush update. We did not talk about it last week because it was a low week. He gave a pretty big uh, press conference, like, I guess, about it. So it's like that episode in a show that's like the one before the final episode where like, yeah, stuff really starts going down now. Stuff is going down. It's not the final episode. It's the penultimate episode. That's where the stuff happens. And yeah, we're going to give you an update on Kyle Bush, what he's been saying, updates on Stuart Haas, colleague, maybe some other players and getting Kyle. Yeah. We have a big Kyle Bush themed tea segment today later. Yeah. Um, then we'll talk about NASCAR at Watkins Glen, and I'm going to have some fun with y'all Chase Elliott fans, because y'all are funny! Y'all are so funny! I'm so entertained every time I look at Twitter. Oh my god! Every gosh. time the non-card gets moved, it's a great day on Twitter.com. I have to say, so. Chase Elliott fans are so nice. So kind. They, they yeah. confirm that I'm gay, and I'm like, oh, yes. Yes, that was ma'am. so kind of them. That was kind yeah. of them. I'm glad. I'm really glad <laughs> the things that they said were true. Um, yeah. All right, y'all. But and then, um, yeah, that's it. Um, okay, we'll go ahead and start with IndyCar. So you you went to Gateway, Alex. This is what your second. I sure did. Your this is you been going to race. So hold up, Alex. You've been yeah. going places, man. We had the Iowa trip. You went to NHRA. <laughs> you went to um. Yeah. On the move, man. You on the move. You got Kansas in a few weeks. Yeah. Shit, Alex. I'm a I'm a busy boy. You I'm are busy. busy. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is my next to last uh, race was Gateway for the year, oh. and Joseph Newgarden. This is my fifth time seeing him win in person. That's insane. How about that? And you know, other people be like, "Oh, I I'm I can't stand seeing him win all the time." Blah blah blah. No, I, I love every second. I, I love relate. every second. I eat it up all the time. I'm never full. I am never full. I am eating it up. Nope. I'm loving it. Yep. That was that's. I I ate good this weekend. My drivers mm. swept. Kyle Larson won both NASCAR races. Joseph wins Gateway as expected. Um, but back to IndyCar. Um, yeah, your your men swept the weekend. Kyle my, and Joseph. My men slayed. Um, but yeah, Joseph. Yeah. He not only wins. He is minus three from the championship lead, Will Power. Girl. Girl. <laughs> I FaceTimed you after the race. You told me you're back on the boat. I am I am on the boat and drinking wine, eating cheese and crackers. <laughs> I am ordering a glass of champagne. I'm staying for the next three weeks, man. I'm here. Oh, man. Joseph is here. And honestly... I'm a little concerned. We'll talk about Portland and Laguna Seca later, but it's it's a good championship battle. I mean, the top four are separated by 17 points. Erickson yep. could win next week and get the points lead like easily, basically. Yeah, 
Like, Joseph went into Gateway minus 22, I believe. Yep. I Yeah. Wow. And, you know, Pillow, McLaughlin, and Pato, they have an outside chance if those four have issues. Yeah. I mean, Portland like, has those crazy starts, you know. You never yep. know what could happen at Portland. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, let, let's talk about Gateway. Yeah. The first half of the race, I would say the first stint of the race, not first half, first stint. Yeah. Not a lot of passing. Yeah, which is standard Gateway. I mean, yeah, Iowa's definitely different than Gateway. Gateway, a lot... Gateway kind of has a marble problem, it seems like. Like, marbles get yeah. really stuck on that second lane, and it's just hard right. to make any progress. They they did what they... The similar thing they did to, at Texas, they had a practice session where they ran the outside lane. Uh, there were, like... I think it was, like, one car from each team or something. Yeah. Uh, it rained, so all that grip went away. And I think the other thing is, and why there wasn't too much passing, was because this race started at 5 o'clock local time. This race usually starts around 7.30 local time. It's usually um, a night race, for like scheduled to be a night race. Yeah. And I think that didn't help either. I understand NBC wants better TV ratings, but it rained, so they're not it going to. It still rained anyway, so, and it's on yeah. a Saturday. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what they was trying to do, but. Yeah, okay. I. We'll start with, I hope, next year, it's just back to 7.30 start time, 7 o'clock, whatever. Yeah. Because once it became night, the passing, the outside lane, came alive. And that was after the all the rubber was washed away. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, the track was in really good shape. It was. The pass and everything. Like, we had some insane... I mean, also, we had some guys in the back with, like, fresher tires and stuff. But still, mm-hmm. it was it was a show. And I could tell that from yeah. TV. You were there in person. I mean, there was, like, a gaggle oh, of cars... <laughs> Like, trying to sort themselves out. It was getting really entertaining. Yeah. Nonetheless, let... David Malukas, which, mm-hmm. Slay of the Week. S- Slay of the I Week. Agree. Oh, my God. Like, Slay of the Week. I mean, he was about to... If he had a few more laps, I think he could have beat Joseph Newgard. I think two, one or two more laps, he probably would have got around Joseph. Like, he... I think oh Joseph and Scott's tires were starting to wear out, and Malukas still had a lot more in his... And here's the thing. He was coming fast. He drove so not like a... Like, I feel like he would have bend it. At a lot of points, he was racing Scott McLaughlin. I thought he was going to bend it. When he was passing even, like, Pato and, um... I think Power was up there, too. I he got around Power and Pato. Yep. I cannot believe he cleanly, so swiftly passed all of these almost veterans. Like, Scotty's still new to IndyCar, but... Like, I would have, I I would expect Colton Herta to bin it, right? Like, I would have expected so many other drivers to bin it doing passes like that under all that pressure to, like, Mm -hmm. maybe not only your first podium, but maybe even challenge for the win. I'm just very impressed by him. I was not expecting this kind of run from the Lucas at all. I didn't know he was an oval guy, honestly, but his good run at Iowa. He he finished six or so at Iowa, too, I believe. He was up there. He's top ten, most of Iowa one, if Oaths I recall. Are his thing, man. And yeah, Malukas coming through the field at the end there. I was nervous as a Joseph fan. I was like, oh no, 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 no! I, I'm not losing this race. Yeah. No, no, no. But once the checkered flag flew and Joseph won the race, and Malu- I'm like, oh my god, Malukas got second. Like the fan in me was celebrating, but then I was like, the race fan in me was like, oh my gosh, Malukas, that is awesome. That yeah. is so cool. And he dr- flew through the pack, too. It's like he got around other guys on those fresh tires, too. Yeah. 
and I remember they had an interview on TV. It was really impressive. During the rain delay, they had an interview with Malukas, and he was saying like he really wanted to get back out there because he had fresher tires, and he knew he could, he knew he could make up spots. There was a lot of confidence in him, and it mm-hmm. was backed up by his performance. And he he's a rookie. He's a rookie, and he's in a, yep. a like a what a Dale Coin car. It is Dale Coin. Like I said right after the race, he needs to be in that Penske Twelve when um Will Power retires. And I could see it, and we talked about this after the race on FaceTime. It was like he's honestly a Penske perfect driver. Oh, right. He's just like, like a he very fits the mold of Penske. He's such a very clean, well-behaved boy. Like he, I honestly feel like he could be besties with Joseph and Scotty. Anyways, oh, yeah. like he's just oh yeah, he fits that mold very well. Like especially more just like I don't know what other rookies do we have like. Balloon guard, Kirkwood. Like, I don't know. There's just something about David. Mal- Maybe it's also the American factor, too. I don't know, but... Right. He I, reminds me of a younger Joseph Newgarden. He does. And, like, I think someone on Twitter... Like, I, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen that video where David's going, like... Like, he's at the media center. He's like, guys, look, it's Joseph Newgarden, right? Like... That was and so cute. And Joseph <laughs> smiled, and someone commented, like, Joseph is smiling because he's been there. Like he yep. was, he was David Malukas, you know, like mm-hmm. having runs like that. And I, I, I just think we have not looked at David Malukas that much. And I, nah, y'all was being like, wow, I, this is the first time I've really paid attention to David Malukas. Well, y'all, I've been paying attention to David Malukas since 2015 when I saw him on their reality show, Cart Life. I been, I been heard his name. And he was eating, he was tearing it up back then, mm-hmm. too. So, and even when he was in Indy Lights last year, Kyle Kirkwood was dominating, but Malukas kept it close with consistency in Indy Lights and made yep. the championship close down there. Yep. And Kirkwood was seen as like unstoppable. So, yeah. it was very impressive. He's been impressive this whole time. It's just he's kind of been underlooked. Yeah. And it's even by me. And it's really. Like, it's so. really good that he's able to pull that off, pull this performance off in a Dale Coin car while we still kind of see Kyle, Kyle Kirkwood. He still has really hasn't had his moment this year. I, he, I would say Kirkwood's had moments, but then it would end in a wreck anyway. Like, Texas, right. I would say, like, he was, like, six or so, and yeah. but then he ended up getting wrecked. And, like, all the rookies, minus, like, DeFrancesco probably have really had strong moments this year. Yeah. Like we saw Lungard get second at the Indy Road Exactly. Like Lungard had his moment. Yeah. And Malukas, this is his moment. I would say Kirkwood, you could point to Texas was his moment. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, like that's kind of, it's not as much as Lungard and Malukas for Kirkwood. Yeah. It's still, and it's, I mean, that kind of hurts your reputation, right? Like now I'm saying Malukas, Needs to be in that 12 Penske car and not Kyle, Kyle... I cannot say the word Kyle for some reason. I should be on NBC. Kyle Kirkwood. You're going to have to say Kyle a lot later. A lot today. T- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Nah, but... But no, to kind of wrap that yeah. up. Um, so much respect for David Malukas. And he's such a good personality. Right. And if I'm IndyCar, they're doing, they are doing this. They are putting him in front of their social media pages... Because I saw during the rain delay, they had David do like a little video for IndyCar social media. And 
David is a co-host over at our friends at Pit Lane Parlay. He does a show with them. Like he's everywhere. Really? He does a, yeah, that's awesome. He does a he does post race videos with Marshall Pruitt sometimes. That's like awesome. he's willing to do yeah. virtually anything. He's a good media and person. Get him before he's too busy. I'm just saying. He actually jo- asked to join a Discord server that I'm a part of, like a what? racing. Yeah, he actually asked to join it, so he's a part of that. We need him on the podcast. I'm getting him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to work on it. I'm going to get in touch. Like, yeah, but David Lucas is a great guy. He's great for the fans. He's IndyCar needs to keep doing what they're doing with him. Keep pushing him. And he's willing to do whatever he needs to with the media, too. Yeah. And he's great on Twitter. Great. So, oh, yeah. Who isn't, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, let's uh, let's go back to the race earlier in the race. I want to talk about... This was my favorite part of the race. Probably everyone else's least favorite part. But I was at the uh, store getting ice cream. Jack Harvey hits the wall, gets a bit too high <laughs> over in four. Yeah, we hate Jack Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Hy-Vee. We love you, Hy-Vee. Har- Harvey gets into the wall, brings up the first caution of the race at around lap 130, I believe it was. Uh, Joseph and Scott pit. Everyone else stayed out. And at the moment, I'm like, huh, interesting. Like, I didn't know how this was going to play out. With, like, out. track position being so important, too. It's like, yeah, in the world I was all doing? It's been, it's been hard to pass. Tim Sindrick's still drunk. I was like, we just had Nashville. And Tim Sindrick, I was really hard on him. You I was about like, to go down here to that pit box. <laughs> yeah, I was about to go yell at Tim Sindrick. <laughs> you <about> to personally. <laughs> I was about to drive down to Nashville and yell at him. But listen... This was the strategy call that won Joseph Newgarden the race, and it's what got Scott McLaughlin third. Tires call. were actually kind of important, which was weird, right? Could yeah, we just talked about David Malukas having fresher tires and almost winning. Like, yep. At a track that's the hardest oval to pass, arguably, mm-hmm. and yet... But Joseph and Scott were like 10th and 11th in line, and Joseph passed like four cars on the straightaway and then like three more all in one lap yeah with those fresh tires i was losing my damn mind oh yeah grandstands imagine that yeah and he was probably going five miles an hour faster than pato and power and when he took the lead i was just hooting and hollering up there i was so excited and then joseph had like what a 12 second lead at one point like, that was crazy, and then Scott gets up there, too, and nearly ran him down. And, but my point is, is that this call by the two and three teams, it helped them leapfrog the 12, the 8, and the 5. Power, Erickson, and Award. Because it was really Power, Erickson, Award, top three, and then Joseph was fourth. And McLaughlin was up there with the top three as well. Then the rain came. Like, another pit cycle happened, and the rain came. Joseph and Scott were really good position, top two. Uh, before the rain, actually. And they put something... a lot of people lap down, right? Yeah, a lot of people a lap lot, down. Yeah. I think I think it was, like, the top 11 right. were on the lead lap is all. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to say, before the rain delay, uh, someone actually told me about this. I wasn't aware as I was at the track. Uh, Scott McLaughlin took the lead on the pit cycle before the rain and Joseph lost the lead. I was like, Oh, I guess the two car must have had a slow stop or something. But, um, 
one of you guys tweeted at the podcast saying, oh, I can't wait to hear what Zach and Alex have to say about Lungard slowing up Joseph in the pits. And I watched a highlight video on the drive back home. Lungard was like going really slow in the entry of the pits ahead of Joseph. And it cost Joseph the lead. Why? So if the, and if the, you know, Joseph, he's always behind these slow cars. He he said it himself the other week. Joseph, he's got the worst luck with that, though, for real. He does. He does. No one else struggles with it but him. And I was, like, talking I was talking crap mm-hmm. about that the other week because I was like, well, Joseph's going to have this attitude when he qualifies second, but the next week he's going to be behind Dalton Kellett and then blame him. Like, but no, it really does happen. Like, why? Yeah. Like, was the 30 having problems? I don't. I don't think so. Like the thirty was finished like twenty something. It wasn't a great day for Lungard. Get your ass in here, dude. But I, I didn't realize that was happening. But that's just part of it. Like I'm not mad at Lungard for that. I mean Joseph won. Maybe I mean, yeah. if Joseph lost, Obviously, I would be upset. He's not going slow on pit road on purpose. But oh my god, girl, get your stuff together. <laughs> we ain't but got man, time. We're running a if, business if, here. If it rained out right there. Joseph would have lost the race and because that's a lot of, of that. Yeah. yeah. It would and Scott McLaughlin would have won instead. And I would have gotten 3 fantasy points, but it's all right. Would you rather have a Joseph win or 3 fantasy points? Oh, Joseph. Oh, hell no. Why do I'm not even comp- that you've already lost. One's competing for a championship. I'm just competing for my pride to make it look like it was close. <laughs> oh man. God. So, but anyway, all things said, that, talk- that strategy by yeah, Joseph Scott is what won that race. And it mm. could win them the championship. It could. It could be like one well of the championship deciding factors. I don't think Joseph had the best car. I think Power and Pato had better cars on Saturday. I mean, because what Power Power qualified on pole anyways. Like yep. Joseph, and he qualified kind of like, Joseph did not qualify as good as he did at Iowa. Yeah. Joseph qualified fourth. Or okay. third. It was third I, or fourth. But it was like second he, row. Power and others had the match of him. Mm-hmm. But Pato was the only one able to really pass people on the outside. Mm-hmm. I think Pato was making passes as early as uh, lap six. So I was in my head, I was like, man, Pato's going to be really hard to beat later. Like if yeah. Joseph's out front and Pato's coming, he's going to pass him. And he him. showed at Iowa he's kind of the guy to beat on ovals if it's not Joseph. Yeah, I would agree. But um, then we get to the uh, rain delay, and I'll talk more about that later when I talk about my experience at the track yeah, this weekend. Delay, but then after but the rain delay, after the rain delay, whole different show. It's like another race. It, this is a whole different race. We had thirty-four laps. It to was go, a I magical it was. end of the. It was a magical thirty-four laps. I have to say, I, watching on TV. As soon as the cars were rolling, I was standing. I did not sit back down once. Really? I was standing the last 34 laps. Girl! Oh, <laughs> I, my God. Uh-uh. Were other people kind of doing that? Everyone was standing. Oh, my so God. I was like, sitting. My man's is out front. So what happened was they restart. Scott and Joseph are 1-2. They stayed out. Guys like Polo pitted. Malukas, obviously. I think Sato pitted. Those guys were further back. And then most everyone else stayed out. So they kind of had a buffer before they would get to those guys. I was like, oh, this would be really interesting. And, you know, Joseph and Scott had pitted just very shortly before the rain. So it's not like the tires were, like, old, old or anything. So they go. 
not even one lap, entering turn three, Joseph is passing Scott McLaughlin for the race lead. It was a good listen, battle. It was Scott's. Scotty is my second favorite driver, but I'll tell you what, I was screaming, go, go, go. I was so excited. And Joseph's in the lead. In my head, I'm like, Joseph, please, please. 30 more perfect laps, 29 perfect laps every lap. I was doing that. I do that every race I go to and he's leading. I've noticed. <laughs> I'm just like in my head, like as if I'm the crew chief or like yeah. the, anx the anxious girlfriend they would put on TV. You know oh what my I mean? God. Yeah. That was me. When, was... who is going to be the first anxious boyfriend? Who's going to be the first anxious boyfriend? Gay boyfriend. Hopefully it's, hopefully it's you or me. We hopefully. Can just... Get in there. Who's like, going to be the first? Because they will be a monument. Like, that will uh -huh. be a monumental moment. And not only NASCAR history. Husband cam. Not only Husband racing cam. history, but gay history. Exactly. They will be, but, they will have monuments in Charlotte. But that was, but that's what I was doing. My hands were in front of my face. I was just like, I was yeah. shaking. And I was like, oh my God. And then, no, it's like, if like, as soon as David Malukas passed Scotty, you're just like, no, 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 no. You're being dramatic for the cameras. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when joseph crossed the like white flag and malukas got around scott my i was like my hands are on the back yep, of my head you're like oh my god no I like, honey oh please I was, like, I was like i think i yelled one more one more and then david was getting really close but when Joseph pulled it off, I don't think I've screamed. Oh like my that. god! I wish I was there. That I, I would have been screaming. Did I scream when he won <laughs> Iowa? How was? I, how did I react? You and I screamed at Iowa as well, but like Gateway, like when he won. I feel like yeah. I remember me just being like, "Yes, sir. Yep. Period. Exactly." Yeah. Like we went like, "Woo!" Like it was more that, like, like really because loud, but... he had that race like covered. Like, like he he had that wrapped around his finger. It was yeah. it was done. We were just but like clap Gateway. clap. Yep. Period. Yeah, gateway, he needed this for the championship. Yep. And I noticed, like, with 15 to go, Power was, like, 6th or 7th. Erickson was, like, 8th or so. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, this is going to be crazy for yep. the championship. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is going to be huge. We need this win. We need it. We need it. We need it. And that, I think, also because of Iowa 2, Redemption, I don't think I screamed like that ever. Like... You know the Oprah gift that I always use yep. on Twitter? Yeah. That was me. <laughs> that was me in the grandstands. I was cursing probably. I was I was I going. mean, it was hype. I mean, not only <laughs> it just was. a Joseph fan, just bring Malukas into the factor too. Just like mm -hmm. all that together for me just made that race so magical. Plus yes. the racing we saw even in the back. Like Oh my god. That That'll... 34 laps was amazing. It was. It was awesome. This we, needs to be a night race. We need and, more but ovals but you go on you go on i want to also say i am shocked there was not another yellow in that last 34 lap stretch because those guys back in the pack i don't know how much tv showed it they were like three wide yeah, for like we, we saw a that. long time it looked like talladega <laughs> and i was just like don't wreck don't wreck don't wreck don't wreck direct because those guys on the fresh tires i mean closer now as they've gotten around a lot yeah. of the lap down cars now it's just like oh my god no 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 I think Devlin DeFrancesco is in the middle of it. Oh, like my God. Slay of the week to all of these IndyCar drivers for not wrecking. Honestly. Yeah. Because. Honestly, yeah. Any Nashville. Nashville. Mm -mm, Y'all. They, <laughs> they IndyCar drivers redeemed themselves. Joseph redeemed Nashville. himself. You know who else redeemed Tim themselves? Tim Sendrick. <laughs> Slay of the week to Tim Sendrick. Slay of the week to Tim.
Steve Sinjic. <laughs> <laughs> that call, man. It. That really, I said it earlier already, but Gateway they, saved they IndyCar. Would not have won without it. <laughs> I think Gateway should host a championship finale. Gateway or, should. Oh, that's a good idea. But Gateway should number one host two races because I love. We that. need more ovals, and whether it's more oval tracks or just give every oval except Indy a double header, like because I'm fine with that. I honestly, do. that was good. It was even mm-hmm. if it's not a good oval race, it's just oval racing is so special. It's so different. Gateway, mm-hmm. like, gate, we're not going to get what we got at Gateway anywhere else. No. Besides, like, Iowa or Texas. Yeah. Like, it's, that is cool. That was so cool. I love the strategy. The strategy at Iowa was interesting. The tire strategies at Gateway were interesting. The tire strategy was immaculate. Lap traffic. Was, oh, my gosh. Lap traffic's entertaining. Yeah. Like, and, you don't get you know, that anywhere else. And to go back to my point earlier, the first stint of the race... I know wasn't great. They weren't really passing. It took them forever to get around Jimmy Johnson and Ed Carpenter because those two were slower and they couldn't pass. I get it. I think a lot of that was saving fuel. They didn't want to push too hard. They were doing that. It's early in the race. Yeah, exactly. It's early. That's why I'm not too upset about it. I thought I know someone was pretty upset about it. That's why racing without stages is better because it's just. Yeah, because like it's a endurance. You got to get to the end. You're not going to win the race on lap 30. But so, what happens now does matter. And yeah. it's like, you're, you saving fuel here will matter. Like, oh, it's great. Yes. Um, Yeah, so the, let's talk about the championship, and then I'll talk about my experience at the track. We yeah. do need more ovals. I do want to oh, yeah. say I agree with let's you. Let's go. New Hampshire, Kentucky. Um, t- t- Build some. I don't know. Las Vegas. Nope. Nope. Never mind. Not Las Vegas. Nope, not um, her. I would say Fontana. <laughs> I did like Fontana, but that's going to be a short track. Probably and it's too I, short for IndyCar. And NASCAR owns it. <laughs> um, I would like Richmond, but NASCAR again, that probably it? won't happen. Homestead, NASCAR, NASCAR owns, owns it. it. Yeah. If we, I like your idea of double headers at Gateway and Iowa. Yeah. And I hell, would be even Texas. With that. Even Texas. I'm, I know it sucks, but let's go ahead and do it. Like, <laughs> like. I would not be mad. Because then like people that, like that David Malukas. Like, David Malukas mm-hmm. is a really going ovals. Jimmy Johnson's really going ovals. They deserve more oval races. I'm yeah. sorry. And they by do. the way, Jimmy Johnson, I know he struggled most of this race. He came back to finish 14th. I think he really struggled because there wasn't an outside line to pass. Yeah. And that's where he really excelled at both Texas and, and Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, he was like three wide on the outside of <laughs> Iowa. He can't do that <laughs> here, bro. Once that lane came in, when the lights came on, he was making moves. Jimmy Johnson yeah. was. So let's run it at night next year, and Jimmy Johnson can probably get a win. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the championship. Uh, Will Powers, the point leader. Joseph Newgarden is minus three, baby. Yep. Minus three. That's, That's a Penske it. number. The Penske number, yep. man. It is a Penske number. It is a Penske uh, number. Dixon still scarily, horrifyingly has a sh- chance at 14 back. He basically and, has the points lead. No, <laughs> and Erickson is 17 back. This is the farthest back Erickson's been all season, I believe. Yeah, he's slowly so, been slipping because he had yeah, he a has decent an, lead. He had a really good lead. He had a big lead after Indy. He's been losing then, points every week, little by little. I would say those four, one of them will be champion. I would lock Pretty it down. Say, so yeah, one of those four will be. Very outside chance, still mathematically in it. You have Alex Pillow, minus 43. McLaughlin, minus 54. 
Hato minus 58, they're going to need the first four to have issues. Right, and definitely. And those three would probably need to win the last two races, if not at least one, probably both. Yeah. And honestly, I could see any of those three doing it. So, like, I would not count them out by any means. Like the, the Polo, Scotty, winning... and Pato? Yeah. I... They'd have to... I think no. they'd have to win the last two and there'd be issues. Yeah. No, but, like, I wouldn't I count it out. I'm counting it out. Okay. But, so... so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you my opinion of the situation, okay? So, okay. I think it's good for Penske. Because, obviously, now, it's going to be pretty tense between the 12 and the 2. Okay? Yes, it will be. Thank God that the 9 and the 8 are in the same situation. That is so true. Right? Yes. It's a very, like, you know, division like of resources. If Pato was in the situation, it'd be very different. Right. Yeah. Um, That's a great point, Zach. Yeah, I, ju I just kind of thought of that. Because I think Ganassi putting all their resources into Dixon would be kind of scary. Um. Oh, God. That'd be terrifying. Oh, yeah. I'd be running for my life. The fact that they have to... And, like, people, like, complain about teammates and stuff all the time. And, like, oh, they're mm -hmm. blocking for each other. Well, okay, this is one of the drawbacks. Because now, mm -hmm. you have to, like... You can't really just pick and choose one car. Because they both yeah. still have shots. I will also yeah. say... I think what I just said about Erickson, he's constantly been slipping. To me, I'm crossing him off. Oh, I wouldn't do that yet. I will. I will. Okay. I'm crossing him off. Not in pencil, okay? In pencil. Like, okay. I'm not really looking at him, okay? I'm thinking about the top three and how... And I'm thinking about these last two tracks. And I think Joseph's obviously going to be a favorite right now because he knows how to attack. And Joseph has momentum. He has momentum. Like, I know Iowa 2 happened, but take out Iowa 2. He was going to win Iowa 2. Anyway, keep right. it in. He was, he would be, like, long gone if you if he won yeah. Iowa 2 like he was going to. And he salvaged like he, Nashville pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um, The problem... Joseph has the most momentum. The problem mm -hmm. with Joseph, I think... And Dixon, Dixon, to be honest, has not been setting the world on fire. There was a stat the other night. Penske has led over, like, I almost want to say, like, half the laps this year. Oh, I believe it. Penske yeah. is on fire. I think our champion's going to be Power or New Garden, okay? Mm -hmm. Power is so... how Like, how do you beat Power? Because he... I think you need to win. You to have to win. But I just go back to Indy Road Course, where it's just like Power's kind of leading the Penske's. And it's just like... I can easily see Portland, where it's just Joseph stuck in fifth again. And it's just like, he yep. can't... It, it's like in because power has been executing perfectly almost power all season. Has finished top four majority of the season. Like and Joseph has a couple like fifteenth place finishes. Has Joseph ever won at Portland? I don't think he has. I'm, I don't think so. I know he got wasn't he second at Laguna last year? Maybe. I know no, Herda won Laguna Roman last Grosjean year. Was. I think Grosjean... Oh, maybe... You know what? Maybe. I don't remember. But, but I think that, uh, Joseph's a bit better at Laguna than Portland, if my memory's right. Yeah. People can yell at us if we're wrong, but... I just don't know. I mean, I'm not sure how it's going to go, right? Because also... What? We didn't even the race thing... here in 2020. That's the thing. We didn't even race here in 2020. Yeah. And then, like, 
2019, he was in defense mode. So it's just like mm. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how he's gonna race. I just yeah, power's I... nothing to scoff at. That's the thing. Right. I will say Laguna Seca. That is a big qualifying track. And who's Guess good who's at better qualifying? At qualifying? Power. Will Power. Dixon has been awful at qualifying lately. Power just got his 60th pole. Joseph is so hit or miss in qualifying. That's concerning. And I wouldn't count out Erickson. I know you've counted him out, but I would not count out Erickson. And if Power gets pole at Laguna Seca, like, I don't know. You gotta... And Dixon could just accidentally win Portland. Like, and then it's like, okay, he's... And I I would favor Portland toward Ganassi. Yeah, so Dixon can win Portland, and then it's just like he has to finish like top five at Laguna Seca, basically. Like, mm-hmm. it's just this is gonna be hard for Joseph. I, it's, it's gonna be I really he close. has the most momentum, right? But let's also like again, you just said it. Power has the most momentum on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, he's so I mean, good at qualifying. He, he just tied Mario Andretti for most qualifying polls ever. And you look at. Portland at two, like that's kind of a qualifying track in terms of you want to be up front, yeah, yeah, for that start. So true, that's very true. It's gonna be very. This is gonna be a very tense last two races, and I'm very excited for it. It's gonna be Me very too. tense though. Right, we'll see how it goes. So, let's talk about my experience at Gateway. Yes, uh, really quick. I actually brought a friend of mine who'd never been to any kind of race whatsoever. Yeah, I'm curious on like their kind of perception um, of it too. Yeah, he watches other sports like football, baseball, other stuff like that, and he thought it was awesome. Like he really awesome. liked That's it. That's really good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, just I, I'll be able to ex- show my favorite thing to someone who knows nothing about it. Virtually was really cool. Um. Yeah, and he was wearing one of my Joseph shirts. Oh, cute. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun just being able to explain it. And then he was so excited the last bit as well when Joseph... I was like, Joseph's that car, so that's the one he watched the most. He was pumped He was that's pumped awesome. up right with me. That's really um, fun. Because yeah. my worst fear is that they just kind of sit there on their phone. <laughs> I, I was a little worried the first part, the first stint, like... I asked him when we got to the car, like, was that first bit boring for you? He's like, oh, no, not at all. It was awesome. Yeah. And, like, when they started passing the lap cars, he's over there clapping when they got around Ed Carpenter. Yes! I'm like, okay, yeah, he's into it. He's into it. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Because I, <laughs> yeah. when I was at Richmond, sorry to cut uh-huh. you off, when I was at Richmond with, like, um, the Grand Marshals, I because mm-hmm. they weren't NASCAR fans. I was a NASCAR fan. They kept asking me questions, and I was just like, I was getting the vibes that they're just like, I don't know. I think they were interested in what was going on, but I'm not sure if they were, like, getting hooked. Right. You know? Because they were also, like, just... To be fair, they were also distracted by, like, everything going on. Like, we were in the suites and stuff, getting food. But still, like... Yeah. That's what, that's what like, the vibes I kind of got. Yeah. Something that did make it hard for him, he said, was the scoreboard was, like, not working a lot. It kept, like showing up and then it will like all go off and like show a couple positions they need to fix that worldwide I, technology they have a technology company can they fix that i like, thought I the scoreboard at iowa was ass because it I only like showed it like either. 10 yeah. it only showed like 10 cars at once at I, least the one in iowa worked <laughs> we need technology we need something different for racing but, um like because it's so hard to follow mm-hmm. a racing person 
my friend was just kind of like, yeah, I got a little lost sometimes because the scoreboard was hard to follow. So I didn't know who was where. So when a restart happened, he's like, oh, now I get it because now they're like in a mostly proper order. Yeah. It's like now I know who the actual leader is and everything. I'm like, yeah. That's, yeah, no, that's a, that's a big thing I think with spectator racing like that. I don't know what the solution is, but it's, you it's lose a the TV where they're not really explaining it. That's why so. I, it's one of the reasons I really like watching racing on TV, especially at like yeah. a road course or something. And, yeah. That's why I don't, that's why I didn't really like going to a road course race in persons. Like you lose a lot of it. I don't know. Cause but, you still lose a lot of it, honestly, at short ovals for yeah, NASCAR. Like India, I, I get to pick what I watch and I know what I'm doing, but if you're someone who doesn't, it's a trade-off. Necessarily watch that. It's kind of like you're losing a yeah. lot with that. Sorry, um, keep going. I keep cutting you off, girl. Oh, you're good. You're good. Mm-hmm. So talkative today. Then the autograph session. Remember last oh, time? Oh, Lord have mercy! Don't even. The, of the week went to the Iowa autograph session. Um, so how did it? How did it change? Did it improve? Um, kind of. A little better. Kind of. A little better means it's so bad. (laughs) A giant line. We get to the track very early, and there's a giant line. I'm like, okay, that's the autograph session. So I told my friend, you wait here. I know how this goes. Not my first rodeo. I know what's going on. I walked all the way down there looking for a sign, because I figured there were two lines. I walked all the way down through this line, and then I saw two giant signs that said which specific drivers were in which line. It wasn't separated by teams, which kind of sucks. So I didn't get to get an autograph with Scotty. Yeah. But we switched dumb. lines because Joseph was in the other. And we waited, we waited, we waited. I was texting you like I'm in line. There's like 20, 30 minutes left. I'm scared. It's gonna. I'm not gonna make it. Like at Iowa, they're they're gonna cut it right off. Then it started raining, middle of the line. It rained for like three, five minutes, really hard. And then I was like, man, what if they canceled the autograph session because it rained? They did not. I think a lot of people left the line in hindsight because all of a sudden the line was going really fast after the rain. That's crazy. So, you wait in line that long and a little bit of rain get, is what yeah. gets you? I don't know, man. So we get up there and I, I sent you a picture, Zach, that like, I'm like, oh my God, there's like 10 people in front of us and I can see Joseph. So... We get up there. I do get an autograph with Joseph. We had a little conversation, Joseph and I. It was really fun. Um, I told Joseph, like, hey, every pretty much every race I've been to the past couple years, Penske's won, so no pressure or anything. You know what Joseph asked me? What? Oh, no. He asked I, I, me. You did tell me, actually. <laughs> Joseph asked me, which one didn't we win? Did Honey. We, which one did we not win? Don't ask and- questions you're not prepared to handle the answer to. <laughs> Exactly. And I said, Iowa too. And you know what he does? He hit his hand on the table and is like, no, you were there. Stop. That's a good reaction. No. And he, and he's like, listen, I'll try and make it up to you tonight. You did Joseph. Slay of the week, Joseph Newgarden. Slay of the week, Joseph Newgarden. That's a great reaction. I must be the bad luck charm. I can't meet, I can't meet this man to save my life. No, he won. He won when you he were there win. on Saturday. He did. But, then he also didn't win. <laughs> but uh, I got a picture fainted. with him. Um, and he, it's on the Twitter. I almost killed it. that man. I'm like, <laughs> oh, anyways, I got a picture with. I got a picture with Joseph. It's on my Twitter. If you want to see it, it's, it's very cute. cute. Y'all look. Y'all slayed. We did slay. Slay of the week to me. Your hair looks great. My hair never looks good in driver pictures. 
Mm -hmm. I had a hat on. I had my hat on in oh. the picture. But you're still having your hair, Shaolin. Yeah, it was cute. I had my hair looked really. Uh, good my hair can never look good when I meet a driver. It's too hot. I also met a uh, firehawk. The guy at the fire. Dude, stone. yes, fuck Joseph. Let's screw Joseph. I want to meet the firehawk, man. Before the rain, he was coming through the line, taking pictures of everyone. I'm like, oh my god, I want a picture. So I got a picture with him. And you said, nah, Bessie, you left the detail out. You said he was taking pictures with the kids. <laughs> he was taking pictures with the little kids. And he was doing like a little camera notion with his little hands. Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do a picture. So it was really cute. That's cute. So after those, <laughs> though, um, like Felix Rosenquist was there, Dalton Kellett, uh, Will Power was there. Dr. Dalton Kellett. Leo Castroneves was there. He was the last one. I wish I could have said more to him. I just said, I was just like, hey. I didn't, I didn't think he was at that table. He, pre he was probably like, why did he say that? Like, You're like, hey, I like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, I took his thing and I left. I didn't know. I didn't think Leo was there. Hey, I got bestie? excited. Jesus. So, funny story. Yes. And then we'll move on to uh, the tea in a bit. Uh, Roman Grosjean, if you recall. Oh, hell. Uh, from Nashville, I gave Grosjean's fans a flop of the week after Nashville. Um, I was wearing a Joseph Newgarden shirt, and I came up to Roman, and I, I had this thought, what if I'd said, welcome to IndyCar, and then, like, pointed at my shirt? So, I went back and forth. I did it. You sure I was violence. Got, You're insane. I go to Grosjean, and I'm like, hey, welcome to IndyCar, and I did my, put on my shirt. He laughed first, and then he, like, did this, like, you know, like, the emoji where it's, like, just that and a flat face? Like, that that kind of face? And wait, then he, wait, wait, wait! <laughs> and then he put wait, his wait, wait, no, 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 I'm not right ready, I'm not face. ready, I'm not ready, hold up, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the flat, like, what? the, like, the, like, a flat, okay, a flat, I'm sorry, it's a flat face? Yeah, Okay. he, like, did that, like, you gotta be kidding me. First he laughed. But he laughed, though, he that's the thing, then he was like, oh, let me get my, let me get myself together. Yeah. That and wasn't he, funny. That wasn't and then funny. He flipped me off. His finger was like five, like five inches from my face, middle finger. I was laughing so hard. I wish I could do that at my job. <laughs> and <laughs> and I was just like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And that I didn't know if like he was actually mad, but, but he laughed in hindsight. He I laughed. Was like, oh, he, he thought it was funny. He thought it was funny. And then I said, "Can I still have one of the autograph things?" He's like, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> I wonder uh, if you you see okay, but at, at Iowa you was like oh I loved how you raced at Gateway last year. At, at Iowa I talked to Grosjean there too, and I was like I loved how you raced at Gateway last year. And then at Gateway I see him again, and I'm like welcome to IndyCar. I don't know. I I hope he liked it. He laughed. He I he I, he, he wouldn't have laughed if he didn't like it. <laughs> that is probably the best fan interaction with the driver I've ever had. Wow. Like. And you made Joseph race car driver. You made Joseph slap a table, and that's still better. I, I that's did. Crazy. You made... <laughs> that was a table slapper, man. <laughs> God. Oh my gosh. Roman yeah. should have slapped you, though. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not saying you have some balls. You have some I, balls. I told a former Formula. I got flipped off by a former Formula One driver. Holy sh! Oh my god. How many god. people can say that? Oh my god. I couldn't stop smiling I'm gonna get after off somebody. After Joseph and Roman, I 
I was smiling for like 30 minutes after that. That was one of the coolest things ever. Oh my god. Oh my god. I gosh. could not. That's and funny. I had to explain to my friend what that was all about. Because, like, why did that driver flip you off? <laughs> I had to explain oh my what, god. the context. That's crazy. It, 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 was, it was so funny. Um, one more thing. Uh, during the rain delay, I met up with the awesome people from Twitter. Cassie at Mama G-Force. Finally met her. Mama G-Force. One of my favorite people ever. She gave me some buttons, and she gave me she gave me the sticker. Uh, Zach can see it. You guys can't. It's a pride, and yeah. pride flag and a checkered flag. It's kind of similar to our logo, like they're cross flags. Yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to her. You guys should definitely follow her on Twitter. She's yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, finally got to meet her during the rain delay. Yeah, and you told me, she gave us honestly one of the best compliments about the podcast ever. Like yeah, just, she told me to like keep up the great work with the pod, and I was really appreciative of that. She like gave the, me like two. She gave me two big hugs. Oh my god! I like we're doing so good work. Like what we're yeah. doing. Like it just. Cassie, it gave if you're the, listening to this, I appreciate you. We it appreciate gave me you. the vibes that like what we're doing is important. Yeah, it you is. Know? Which made me really happy yeah, when you I, told I, me. I passed, that. I passed that on to you. So I was like, oh yeah. I wish I wish you could have met her. I wish we would have ran into her at Iowa. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that was awesome to finally meet her. That is awesome. Anyway, I think that's all I got to say about IndyCar Gateway. It was a fantastic time. Sounds Joseph like Joseph won. Yep. You were. My you didn't Joseph. have to be there all weekend. <laughs> no, I was just there the one day. How was that? Was like, the... indifference. Because I, Iowa, it was great, but man, it was a long weekend. I mean, I was at the track for 10 hours, so I was, it like, was a long wiped day. out. Yeah. Um, But, I mean... I'll tell you what, I screamed so much at the end of that race, I, my throat hurt until literally this morning. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised I had a voice at all yesterday, honestly. You've been like, welcome to the Gay Racing Podcast. (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, we're going to get ready to talk about the tea. We're going to heat it up. So we'll catch you guys after the ad break. Bye. All right. Gay Racing fans. We're back on the Gary's time podcast. for the tea. Time for the tea. It's all hot. It's all ready, and it's not the most diverse set of tea, but it's very, very, very filling. Okay. Yes. Um, so we have a little appetizer here to follow our IndyCar segment. Yeah. Uh, David Malukas, heavy topic that we had uh, in the first part of the episode. He said after the race that he has quote different options for 2023, and. I think it's still likely he'll probably resign with Coin. He's also driving a car sponsored by his dad, HMD. Um, but the fact that he hasn't signed anything yet and there's different options tells me that he's getting offers. I hope to God it's not McLaren. Don't get near them. <laughs> We've learned that's a bad idea. But they ain't go- <laughs> okay, yeah. The only team I could think of would be the Ganassi Ten. Because that's probably going to be open next year. It'd be um, a very good deal for Ganassi. Because I think David Malukas is a driver that can guaranteed race wins. Not oh, for lie. sure. Maybe even um, pull Alex Pillow and win a championship. I you could never see know. It. Like, that's a good investment that you might as yeah. well make. Since you, you're going to have a spot open. Who else can Ganassi really get anyways? Like... Ryan Hunter Ray and Bourdais, I believe, are both on Ganassi contract, but they're like out the door at this point. 
So it's like, would they really want to bring them back? Malukas I don't know. is a great investment. That he even is. if it doesn't work out, it is what it is. You didn't have to pay mm-hmm. too much for his contract because he's like a fetus. So like, the other option could be Santino Ferrucci. Yeah. So let's go with the one but... that will win races. Um. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's something <laughs> to that's something to consider. Is that I, I guess I Malukas that. has options for next year. I would imagine he'll be back in the yeah. eighteen. What where he's at. But it's interesting he said that after the race. Yeah. I think it's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, but um, I'm, again, soon, I think Roger's going to be calling his phone. I, I could see it. I could see it. I could see so, it. Oh, by the way, I didn't mention this earlier, but I did want to mention it. Flop of the week to Ed Carpenter Racing, because what happened? Oh, honey. Like, VK's car broke, Daly's car broke, and Ed was going like 10 miles an hour. I don't know what's they going on, not, but... They need to not do the 33 program next year if they can't even, like, put themselves well, together for a weekend. Like, this is stupid. I don't know. That was, it was, that was bad. It was it's kind of embarrassing. It's not worth it at this point. Like, like, Ed was the slowest car on track all night. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that as I just thought about that. Yeah. Um, NASCAR attended the Charlotte Pride this past weekend, and they had, like, a float and everything. They had, like, a next-gen car... Uh, all covered, colored up in pride and everything. It was really, really cute. I did not. And hear Devin about Rouse this. was there. Yeah, I saw it on. Uh, I believe it was Devin Rouse. Uh, his Instagram. That's awesome. And uh, NASCAR's diversity program. They put it on their Twitter account as well. But yeah, they had like a little float in the parade, pride parade. Hmm. That's really. Which cute. I would. I assume that's a first. They were in the Charlotte Pride event. So that's so really iconic. Cool. That is so it iconic. is because people in Charlotte already like know what NASCAR is. Like that oh, is yeah. a NASCAR. It's town. like their base. I yeah. want to go to Charlotte. That is that's so probably fun. it's probably cool to see. Like if you're not a NASCAR fan, you're probably like, oh wow, I didn't, didn't know NASCAR. Be here. Yeah, what? Why are they are they? Did they... <laughs> they what the did wrong that <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So the T. We have one more topic, but it's a long one. 12 bullet Kyle points, Bush. We have 12 bullet points. Yep. Kyle Bush, we're going to go through every single update, every little detail that I could find. Are you all ready? Are you ready, Zach? I'm ready. I'm going to have Twitter open just in case news breaks. <laughs> yeah, in, in case in case it's in case it breaks that Kyle's going somewhere, we have, we have Twitter open ready to go. So Kyle did a media availability uh, this weekend. And they asked him, of course, like, hey, what's the update? He said there's no update, but he did kind of go into detail about how it's kind of been going for him. And something that stood out to me is that he said, quote, no one will feel bad for me, but this is going to be a huge change for my family, end quote. And I think to me, that's mainly about how he's going to take less money next year. He's already conceded that he would okay. do that. And it- <laughs> And he said, like, it's going to be a huge change for him next Aww. year. Hmm. And and he said he doesn't want anyone to feel bad for him. He knows that he's an athlete. He knows he's right. privileged okay, that he Fair has enough. that. Fair enough. He, he emphasized that. But he's like, it's going to be a big change for him and his family. Yeah, he'll survive, honey. Oh, no. Like, he'll be. He, he knows he'll be million. good. <laughs> but still, it was actually a pretty heartfelt uh, interview, to be honest. I would... It's on Dustin Long's Twitter account if you want to watch the whole thing. Um, he was like, it's it's very hard, this whole situation. Um, he hopes to never do it again. This and that. 
Um, yeah, he, he said it's going to be very different compared to the past 15 years. So I think that quote alone is enough to tell you he will not be at Gibbs next year. Oh, I think yeah. kind of known that. But he said something like it won't be the same as it has been the past well, 15 years. So. I feel like that means Gibbs could still be like on the table, but it's just like the money would be less. Like That could just yeah. be the big point. Hmm. Right. So Adam Stern chimed in on this topic for the first time. Out, for the first time since M&M's announced they were leaving. Uh, Adam Stern has tweeted about this topic. He tweeted that colleague Stuart Haas Racing, Richard Childress Racing, 2311 are all possible landing spots if there is no deal met with Joe Gibbs Racing. And we knew most of this. Childress is the team that surprised me. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's cap. That's cap. But Did apparently, anyone these talk are... to Graham Rahal? <laughs> is he interested? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Stern says those are the teams that are possibly talking to him. I think it was a lot half speculation and not like they have all given offers. Yeah. But this also matches up with what the door bumper clear guys have said it matches up with court what Corey LaJoy said, because he said a Ford team, two Chevy teams and a to- possibility to stay at Toyota. And that would fit these teams. Yeah. Right. So if you've listened to the Gay Racing Podcast for a while, or at least the past month or two, you would know that I was one of the first to talk about Kyle Busch yep. going to Stuart Haas Racing. The Kyle Busch saga. Saying. I was one of the first ones to say that. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> so I had this theory that Ford would want to take Kyle Busch Motorsports and have their own powerhouse in the lower series they have nothing down there right now basically in either xfinity or truck really yeah we'll see if that happens but there was a comment that i feel some people took out of context and just kind of ran with it uh stuart haas racing i think it was greg zipadelli he said custer will be back at stuart haas racing in 2023 he doesn't say the 41 car and then just before this he was talking about their xfinity program so I, to me, I still think that's on the table at Custer go to Xfinity next year. Again, I'm just, I'm not an insider. This is just, I'm theorizing. I mean, basically. you're sa- you're looking at what he said, and it still matches yeah. up. Like that's what he said. And and Zipadelli did never never mentioned that Custer would be in the 41 car. Right. It, that was never said. And then after that, there was a report by Motorsport.com that Eric Almarola would be back next year. And we've heard that rumor for quite a while. Rick Allen was actually the first one to say it on television. We were like, what's he talking about? Breaking news, like Rick Allen. (laughs) But Almarola, this past weekend, denied the Motorsport.com report that he will return this next year. He says he still hasn't decided. He's so fun. No, Eric, come on. You said you was going to retire. Make up your (laughs) damn mind. Because that's stupid. How are you going to say that this is going to be your last season and then be like, well, actually. Right. Come on, bro. So I have a theory of what's going on with Stuart Haas Racing. Go, bestie. This is my theory. I've had a lot of theories about this topic. So my theory is that for Kyle Busch, Stuart Haas Racing is still possible. People are jumping to conclusions with that statement about Custer and the Almarola report. I think what's going on, again, speculation, not an insider. I think Almarola has agreed to stay 
if they do not land Kyle Busch and they cannot get Smithfield to like either Cole Custer or Ryan Priest. I think ideally what they would like to do, I'm assuming, theorizing, is that they want to put Kyle Busch in the Haas car and they want to either put the 41 and try and put Custer in the Smithfield car to let Eric retire. Or if they can't do that, try and get Priest. Ryan Priest is their reserve driver. Um, That's kind of what I think is going on. And that the reports are Almarola is going to stay. It's like he's probably agreed to stay, is my thinking. If, if they if they need him. Like, if they need him, yeah. I think what they're trying to do is they, they're, they're in a bidding war with the team, I'll talk about in a second, to get Kyle Bush, And they're going to put Bush in the 41. And they're trying to get Smithfield to stay with either Custer or Priest so they can let Eric go. But if they can't, if they get Kyle... But Smithfield wants to stay with Eric only, then Eric would stay in that situation. There's like two scenarios where they would need Eric still. So do you think that makes sense, Zach? Yeah. That I think it's plausible, right? Like that's kind of what's going on. Yeah. So what's this other team that you think? The other team is Colleg Racing. Matt Colleg, man. He pulling out that pocketbook. He loves spending I... money. That man loves spending money. I would argue this could be more likely at the moment than because he loves spending money. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. How how much has that team grown since like just 2017? A lot. Like a lot, a lot. Oh, my God. The thing that really makes me believe that Colleg has a really good chance right now is because Matt Colleg has himself said recently he has looked into possibly going to the truck series. Kyle Busch has a truck team sitting there. Why the hell would he want to chilling. go to the truck series? To tear up more stuff? Like, what? <laughs> Sorry. Just kidding. I, but I don't know. I think it's a interesting concept if he were to go to Colleg. Because then it would be kind of like what Brad Keselowski's doing at Roush to a lesser extent because he'd kind of be you know the helping them rebuild like not rebuild but build a program around him and I would say Kyle would be the number one guy there yeah at Storehouse Racing I don't think Kyle would be the number one guy that is the one thing I wonder about if that would happen I think Harvick would stay the number one and Tony's already like the driver influence there too it's just like right I don't know you know Mm -hmm. Like it's like yep. it's like a Hendrick. It's like Jeff Gordon's already like number two. Yeah. Like, like if my thing with the the thing with um, Kyle Busch going to Haas is that I feel like Ford should be the one pushing it, not necessarily Gene Haas. That was my theory at the start. Yeah. It appears that's not happening. That Ford isn't trying to get a development program. Yeah. Which they're kind of stupid for not doing that, in my opinion. It's, I think it's it something seems that could really hurt more... them soon. But also, yeah. to be fair, it's just mm-hmm. like we've seen. I mean, they got Harrison Burton from Toyota, right? Yeah. It's like they did, really they just poach. They poach. Why spend money on a development program? Let Chevy and Toyota spend all that money to do that, and then poach them because right. Toyota has like three cars. Yeah, but if this happens, Toyota's going to probably lose Kyle Busch Motorsports. Which is where a majority of their drivers come from. Yeah. At this point. 
So it's like, it's, you can't really rely on that. Why don't you just try swooping in and grabbing it yourself? Right. Because, like, I know everyone at Penske's young. They just signed Blaney to a long-term deal. Stuart Haas, however, you have Harvick, who's going to be out soon, a couple years within. Uh, Custer, who's underperforming. Almarola once out. SHR is going to have a lot of seats open. That's the thing. Yeah, so it's like they don't have anything. Penske doesn't have their Xfinity team anymore. Yeah. They, like, Ford really just has Riley Herbst, and they have... And uh, that's scary. And Haley Deegan in trucks. And that's also like scary. <laughs> and... And Monster Energy is funding both of those cars, basically. Yeah. So, I don't know. What, if you I were put Ford, Todd Gillen, put Todd Gillen in an SHR car. Ryan Priest, hell. So Kyle Busch, Ryan Priest, Todd Gillen, and uh, Harrison at yeah. SHR. Let's get That'd it. That'd be cool. Let's That'd get be a it, really girl. powerful team. Let's but, get it. <laughs> anyway, I think. It sounds to me, though, that it's Gene Haas versus Matt Collick for Kyle Busch. It appears to be. I think if I... Kyle were to go there to Collick, that he would drive the 16 car. They might renumber it. It'd be the current 16. And they could just run Almondinger in a third cup car. Like, there's nothing like on the road time. courses. Yeah, yeah time, on the yeah. road courses. Because Gragson is going to the 42. They're losing right. him already. And Hemrick, I don't think, needs to run He doesn't. Cup. He can just... I don't see a reason for that. He needs to focus on Xfinity. So, just keep Almondinger in a third car for road courses. Where he can win, you know? Fine and dandy. And then, Collig also said that they are aiming to announce their 2023 lineup for all series before the Cup playoffs begin. Which would mean this week or next week. That is means... what they're aiming for. That's weird because that means either it's already signed or this is media checkers. And it's like, Kyle, you have one more week. Or we're out. Something. (laughs) Which makes me think, who's the other option? Because it's just like, or I guess they just keep it how it is where it's like, okay, AJ and a rotation of drivers and then Justin Haley. Yeah, I don't think the rotation's working. Because I mean, they don't get enough time to gel with their crew chief and everything. It's like, what's the point when, obviously, this format has shown it's like, gets anyone can make the playoffs if you win. AJ, I still think AJ running full-time could be successful. I really do, but he's vibing. Yeah, you've been saying that. I think, you have been I think he would have done a lot for the program if he ran I that agree. car full-time, but AJ doesn't want to, so you can't make him. Right. Like, and then... Saying. Something I want to point out before we get to our next point is that Kyle Busch said he wants to have roughly an eight-year deal. What the hell? <laughs> to finish his career, which I, I think it might be a big part of holding it up. He doesn't want to do these contract negotiations ever again. Okay, Kyle, listen. <laughs> Honey, uh, welcome maybe, to the real world. Like Maybe he would do like a four-year deal and then sign another one. He just doesn't want to be in this current situation. I mean, I get right that, now. but girl, that's and the real world. It's I'm idea, sorry. His concept is is that he would go run trucks his last year, and then Brexton would take over when Brexton's eighteen. So that gives that's him... why it's eight years. Yeah, that's yeah. So wherever he goes, KBM they're gonna get Brexton Bush. It's the way he really years. wants to do that truck season. Oh yeah, I think that's gonna happen. He's gonna go into that truck season like a Super Saiyan God and like win like twenty races. <laughs> 
And and we're going to talk about that. But I do want to finish with Childress and 2311. I think these are probably the least likely. But I, because I think for 2311 and Childress, I think a lot of dominoes need to fall to, for them to happen. For 2311, I think you need Kurt Busch to not return for them to get Kyle Busch. But it's like, it's Toyota. Toyota could have just funded anyway. Why, if he's going to stay at Toyota, why not just stay at Gibbs? You know, that's why I, I don't get the idea of him going to 2311. That makes literally no sense. Yeah, whenever someone brings it up, I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't get it either. So it's like, so Michael Jordan will pay it rather than Joe Gibbs. I guess that's the reasoning. I don't, I don't know. I just, it doesn't make sense to me. So I don't think he's going to go 2311. I think what's more possible, I actually think going to Childress is more likely than 2311. And going to Childress sounds so Kyle Bush. So here's why. I think what could happen is Richard Childress is ticked off that Toyota took their biggest his biggest guy. So I think he's gonna try getting he's trying to get Kyle Bush, and that's why Childress is involved in these little You know, discussions. Richard Childress has that much non foresight to do something like that. So what I think could happen, hypothetically is Reddick is pushed out at Childress. He goes to the 45. If Kurt Busch cannot return, that's a big if. Yeah. So a domino would be falling. 45 is open. Reddick goes to 2311. You know, dominoes keep falling. You'd have the Childress 8 car open. Could Kyle Busch go there? I think it's very slim possibility. I don't know how you're going to pay all that money, though, because you haven't been winning. It's a thing. That's what I don't understand with this theory either. Childress could not afford Tyler Reddick a long-term contract. They can barely get Reddick, like, sponsors anyways. That's why Reddick left. He wanted a long-term contract. That's what Reddick literally said himself. He wanted a long-term contract. And Childress said no. Kyle Busch said himself he wants a long-term contract for the remainder of his career. I don't see Childress happening. But that's the only way I think it could happen is if all these dominoes fell into place where Kurt Busch can't return, Reddit goes to the 45, and the 8 car's open. And that's the only option. Then, yeah, I could see Kyle in the 8 car, which would be very funny. Kyle Busch teammates with the number 3 car. Driving Dale Jr. Oh, my God! No, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! No, man. That's illegal. for the... For the comedy, I think it'd be funny. That's what illegal. they should do <laughs> is put Kyle in the three car. I think that would be <laughs> no! comedy. No, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we need oh, to happen. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. The, the book would be shut down. And then they'll. Fu- <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. So I need I. Girl, you need a moment. I need, <laughs> I need Jesus. What mm. the? No, Alex, and they finally bring yeah. back the number, the black three. <laughs> yeah, it'd be the black three. Kyle Busch as the driver, and he beats Dale Earnhardt's win count in the black three. Oh <gasps> no, he'll do it. No, what if he goes to Childress though? He would still. Uh huh. Okay, but okay. We got all of that laid out on the table now. Mm-hmm. Who do you think? What's your team 
Call it right now. Where's he going Ooh. in 2023? I have mine. Do you need to think about it? I have mine. If I, if I had to bet money, I think he's going to go to Colleague. Be, yeah, me too. Matt Colleague loves spending money. He does. I I think Colleague is going to fight tooth and nail for him. And I, I think Stuart Haas, they have too much drama. They have Custer. They have Almarola. They have too much have going Chris on there. Who Smith wants Field, like, yeah. And it's like I you're think... already paying Kevin Harvick a lot of money. That's also the thing. Mm-hmm. That's also true. Yeah. A few weeks ago, two weeks ago, I would have said Stuart Haas, easy. And, you know, I was the first one to bring up the idea. One of the first. Like, I'm not why everyone started talking about it. Yeah. But I kind of connected the dots early with that. I I think it's going to be colleague. Yeah. And I think Kyle I, yeah. can look at Trackhouse and, like, just because they're a new team does not mean... Like, this is yeah. the perfect time to join a new team. Like, a newer team. It is. With the new car and everything. It's... I th- actually... I think he's going to yeah. college. We put out a poll on the Gay Racing Podcast Twitter account asking you guys, who do you think Kyle Busch will drive for in 2023? And the poll results here are actually a lot closer than I thought. Uh, college Racing is leading the poll with 35% of the vote. Stuart Haas Racing has 29% of the vote. And JGR or 2311 also has 29% of the vote. I don't think that's going to happen. I would be shocked if he's still at Toyota. I'd be shocked. The deal would have been done already. I'm sorry. It would have been done already. It would have been done months ago if he was still at Toyota. So maybe last minute he'll go to 2311 somehow. But I think it's Colleg or Stuart Haas. You guys seem to agree with Bozak and I that it's going to be Colleg, the majority of you. Uh, we also had an option. Seven percent said other. Please reply who you think. Okay. So Tanner, our good friend at Dirt's New Groove. I love that username. That's amazing. I want to say he's going Groove. home. <laughs> um, uh, Tanner said the truck team, and I kind of asked him to elaborate on that. It's not what I thought. So what he thinks is going to happen is that he's going to be driving the 16 colleague car part-time in the rotation with Almondinger and Hemrick. Uh, no. And I can't see that. I just can't. So he thinks Maybe. that well, Kyle is going to go for the truck championship now, but help the cup program with colleague and they would do the, the truck team together. And then I messaged him about it. So I'm like, this is so interesting. And he also is. mentioned... He also mentioned that Kyle would be a part of Garage 56, the Lama entry that Chevrolet is doing, which I didn't think about that. That that could be crazy. And it's also the GMS truck team's kind of struggling right now. So maybe Chevrolet wants a better truck team. And that's why they're trying to get in on it. I could. And that's why colleagues throw in the hat in the ring like, hey, we want a truck team. I would be shocked if he's not if Kyle Busch is not full time. That's the thing, next though. Year. No driver ever just like, no matter how stupid NASCAR can get, no driver just like stops running full time unless you're Mark Martin. But even then, he still I, did most of the races. He just didn't want to do Talladega because he didn't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I don't know. I if anyone were to stop full time and go truck racing, it'd be Kyle Busch. I just don't think right now. Because what I, Kyle said a few weeks yeah. ago was he wants to do Cup for seven, eight more years until Brexton is 18. Like, he wants to win the Daytona well, 500. He wants to win the championship. And yeah. he could still run the Daytona 500, but yeah. 
you think Almendinger doesn't want to do the 500 either? And like, yeah, mm-hmm. we talk about like Ed Carpenter and stuff. Like, how do you like in just the rotation of the 16 in yeah. general? It's like hard yeah. to get in a groove. I, I don't know. Yeah. So sound very, good. very interesting theory. He gave me a lot of like background uh, knowledge about that concept. I think it's a possibility but I think that's like last resort that he would go to his truck team, no matter the manufacturer. I think that is the absolute last resort that Kyle would be full time with the truck team next year. Yeah. And then we also have Lav, uh, Cephalav. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, they also replied saying uh, he talks about how big of a change next year will be, which tells me probably not a Toyota team. I agree. Uh, in my eyes, Stuart Haas Racing is filled for next year. We kind of talked about that. I think yeah. it's, I think it's just that a lot going on, on over there. How you took his words? That's the problem. Yeah, and they also said that I doubt he would go to Colleg, and they predicted Childress. And I, yeah. I replied to them like that's going to require a lot of dominoes. Uh, thank everyone for voting on the poll. By the way, we had around seventy plus people vote on it. Um, yeah. It's going to be very interesting. I say that every time we talk about it. But if I had to bet, as I, as we said, I would say Colleg is probably the front runner. Yeah. And if we don't have an announcement for where Kyle Busch is going before the playoffs, like Colleg had said they want to do. Oh, God. That's not something he needs to deal with during the playoffs. No. That's the I, if I'm Kyle Busch, I want this done before the playoffs. So take Matt Colleg's warning. If... Get this done. <laughs> If it's not done after, before Darlington, if it is not done, I could see him going to trucks a lot more likely. Yeah. I, and maybe he would take the pity offer from Toyota and do like a one-year deal. It's like, I probably think he could probably, dirt, he'd but. probably go to Gibbs. He'd probably stay at Gibbs. That's the problem. Yeah, he'd probably do what Kozlowski did, do a one-year deal. It's probably and still the more next money. Because money's on his mind, obviously, and he talks about his family. Yeah. He's going to want to take a still, he needs, you're not going to get paid in trucks the amount you're going to get paid. No. And yeah, there's I, just no way. I could see Toyota being like, hey, we'll pay you this much money if you run your truck team and keep so we can keep all your truck development program and all the drivers that are with it. I could see that, but I think that's still like last resort. And I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. And Stuart Haas, to kind of go back to that, there's just a lot of confusion going on. They're definitely trying to get Kyle Busch. Stuart Haas is. Because there wouldn't be so many questions on two of their drivers right now if they weren't trying to get Kyle Busch. Yeah. You know? So they're definitely still trying. Tell you what, though, they've like, been awfully quiet about it. Oh yeah, they haven't. Not a peep. And, and you know, if they were, if there was any question about Cole Custer being in the forty-one next year, they would have said he would have be he'll be in the forty-one car. They just said he'll be with the organization next year. Is basically what they said, which to me means he'll be in Xfinity possibly. Or he'll be in a Rick Ware, Stuart Haas funded car. Oh, God, I forgot car. about that. You might as well just retire at that point, Cole. <laughs> I'd rather take, take the Xfinity ride. <laughs> <sighs> we'll see. What I think the Almarola thing is really about them. They're trying to get Smithfield to take someone else. And yeah. I don't think Smithfield wants to do it. So, 
They love him. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, but that's I don't got much else to say about Kyle Bush, but that was a lot. Um that Hope you liked the tea. It was a lot. Hope you didn't choke on the tea. It was a lot. Yep. I know. But, but yeah, Kyle Bush is going to college. Matt Collard. I love spending money. I love saying that. I love saying he does. He really does. He does. Um, don't don't count out Haas though. I think that yeah. is still a really good chance. It just seems Haas so, has a ton of money. There's so as many well. moving pieces there. Uh, yeah. But anyways, let's go ahead and talk about NASCAR at Watkins Glen. Um, it was yep. actually a really good race. To be fair, it was solid. It was solid. Yeah. Um, started with rain. Um, by the way, now nah, let me let me get on y'all for a minute. Y'all hate road course racing so much. But yeah, it's the only type of racing where it rains and we can still race. So shut up. Yep. Um, <laughs> and we did not embarrass ourselves. Because NASCAR yeah. actually... And we joked that it was because like Kimi Raikkonen and Mike Rockefeller and like all these like international drivers were there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there were like seven different like in um nationalities in the race yesterday, which is really cool. Um, the thing is, I I honestly don't think that's why. I think they've actually learned from what happened at Coda last year, mm-hmm. which them learning. Holy, like oh my god, they learned, and they. Like, they were ready to do single... They did do a single-file start, and they were going to have single-file restarts. I was shocked by that. They did pace laps, and they were like, no, there's too much standing water. Oh, my God, girl. They They, would have started this race last year, before Coda. They would have. And then it would have been awful, embarrassing. It would have been embarrassing. Like, it took a little more time to just make sure the track was ready. They got rid of the standing water. And, like, water. it wasn't downpouring, like, which, good. Mm-hmm. Like, take the time, all right? Because you still can then just run a wet track, okay? You can yeah. run a wet track. It's still a benefit. You're still rain mm-hmm. racing. It was great. It was entertaining. We saw Chase Briscoe make up spots when he pitted for slicks early. Um, it was, First stage was a lot of fun. I was very impressed. Michael McCall, like, took the lead on pace. Yeah, was really cool. To Michael see. McDowell's been having the best season of his career. He has. I one... think he's doubled his total career top tens or something like that. That's insane. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, it was honestly it was a solid race. I Watkins Glen is one of the best road courses. Um, I think it is the best road course on the schedule. I it's yeah it's a classic, right? Um, mm-hmm. it's good. Um, the chicane never disappoints. We'll talk about some of the more nitty gritty things with the race now. Obviously, let's talk about um. The Hendrick drama. Um, Mom, he pushed me off the track. Um, that's Chase Elliott. Um, that's my interpretation of Chase. No, Dad. Daddy, Daddy, he pushed me off the track again. Um, again. again. That's not fair. You need like, you, he's won how many races this year? <laughs> I mean, he no, just Chase. happened. Oh, oh, like a lot. Four? Four? A lot. What? Four. Nashville, Road America, Pocono. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pocono, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, not I guess. <laughs> well, he no, did win Pocono, but he's but. the hot, he's gonna be the regular season champion. Like, dude, chill out. Um, he just got 15 points for the regular season championship. He has a huge. Yeah, playoff point lead, and I, I mean, I get it. He should be upset. He did lose a race. He'll be aight. 
It'll be okay, though. It's gonna be okay, Chase. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, okay. be okay. I just... But... And, well, here's my thing. I, I would be upset, too. But, let's also look at it like this, okay? You let Larson basically match you going into turn one, okay? He mm -hmm. beats you on the restart, okay? You also chose the outside lane. Why did he choose the outside lane? I don't know, because guess what can happen? do that. Guess what can happen? <laughs> what did happen? What Exactly what also, did happen, yeah? Okay, Larson pushed you off. He did not push you all the way back to 7th, sweetheart. Yeah. That's on you, Betty. That's because you couldn't get your stuff together. And Larson said in his post-race interview that he needed the playoff points, so he was going to be doing yeah, desperate it's moves to try doing it. And I, I get that because he only has the five. I believe Maybe he has a couple playoff wins, but... He has he probably not been winning stages, really. No, he like... He got five more playoff points that he really did need, yeah, quite honestly. Yeah, a lot of drivers and, only have one win. <laughs> and we're heading into probably what's going to be the craziest playoffs yet of this format. Yep. And he only had a handful of points. I think, I don't blame him at all. Oh, honestly. yeah. I mean, you're going for the win. I don't care. Like, a lot, of, or Chase might have said, or no, someone on Twitter last night was talking about, like, well, apparently this isn't how you race your teammate anymore, which, like, Okay, dude. And so Kyle Larson is now second if the playoff started now. Oh, really? Like, See, that's big. That's yeah. big for Hendrick. Hendrick, as a, as a whole, is probably really happy about that. Right. Like, he jumped, like, Ross Chastain and Joey Logano. Like, that's pretty that's big. important. That is big. Um, No, that, like, that's, that is important. Like, it's a race. It's a win. He happened, he happened to lock up. But listen, Chase, if you beat him on that restart, he doesn't go as hard into turn one that's the thing if he chose the yeah. inside he has to work harder to get around you like it's just yeah that's what happens it's a it's a racing deal like he didn't mean to it, it's just happened all right i i don't think i would be more mad about california because that yeah. was stupid i just think chase elliott fans are funny when they get upset because oh it is so your funny. driver's the only one on the racetrack apparently. I, I love seeing people be mad on the internet it i love so making great. them mad on the internet i am so good at what i do i am so good at what i do man i my tweets last night were so great i had men grown men telling me that i've never seen pussy before they did not lie and I'm so glad. I, I'm so glad. Like, that's an insult. It's like, thank you. Thank yeah, you. So I try cool. to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, congr telling me I live in my mom's basement. No, I live in her upstairs. You yeah. have fun paying your mortgage. Y'all oh have God. fun. Congratulations. Like, Y'all crazy. I found Chase Elliott's interview very funny. The so, Congratulations. That was very uh, hilarious. And then he kept mentioning Bristol. And he mentioned Bristol again yeah, in the media that, center. That was so weird. And it's like, at first it's like, oh, it's a mistake. Nah, he's saying Bristol. He knows what maybe he's Maybe it's saying. a hint. Maybe he's going to take him out at Bristol. Okay. Which that, that would be, maybe he won't take him out. He'll like bump and run him. But that'd be so funny. I also I, like being stupid on the internet. I said this after Fontana. I think this is, it's good for the support. Good for the sport. <laughs> Dev Larson and Elliot be the the two most popular drivers i would say have a rivalry 
It is. I think that is good. It's good for the sport. Because guess so what? I'm, I'm a Kyle Larson it. fan, and I'm ready to beat up some Chase Elliott fans. I'll tell you what. Y'all dumb as hell. <laughs> I, I hope at Bristol. I hope at Bristol Chase moves Larson. I should go That'd to be Bristol. So funny. I should go to Bristol now because I'm trying to. I'm trying to egg some stuff on, man. Oh my gosh. Like. Oh man. That could get. This could get really entertaining. We talk about Ross Chastain oh. and Denny Hamlin. Let's look at Kyle Larson mm-hmm. and Chase Elliott again because this is good. Well, things between Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson got nasty like years ago as well. Like it's not the first time we've seen this at Hendrick. Him talking to Chase, talking to Rick and Jeff. Oh my God, Rick just had that face like, "Oh Lord, have mercy." Again, you see, <laughs> Jeff. I thought I was done. I thought we was done with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this has happened before. A lot of the younger fans probably don't realize this has happened before between teammates. Like it's it's. Fine, but it does not it. happen in NASCAR a lot. I will say, not this, not a lot. It's no, more of an F one like, thing, really. Yeah, like I love teammate I like it, rivalries. Though. It's such an it. interesting dynamic. This, especially the, the top two most famous the drivers, most it is two hilarious. recent champions, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, both top two in the playoff standings. Yeah, like this, this is entertainment. Yes. Two drivers and Matt Weaver. Let's talk about Matt Weaver. Yesterday, he made a great point. Uh-huh. He loves it that where it feels like these drivers need to make desperate moves because winning still kind of matters. Like, Kyle Larson right, needs these right. playoff points. Right? Like, winning Watkins Glen, even though it's not a playoff race, still matters. And it's just like, that's so damn right. That so Kyle true. Larson felt like he needed to go as hard as to lock up the brakes to get by Chase Elliott to win that race. And that's one of the good things of this format. It really is. This year, at least. This, this specific year, this format is doing what it was made to do. Yeah. Yep. Because a lot of guys, I mean, still, there's like so many guys. There's like six guys with like seven. There's seven with two wins in the win column. And it's just like they're all right there in the playoff standings. Yeah. Right? It's like, gonna be tight when they get to the round of twelve. Yeah. And the and the round of eight cutoff. That's gonna be tight. Yeah. Chase so Chase Elliott basically almost has double the amount of points a second right now for yeah. in terms of playoff points. Um and he's gonna be the regular season champion. He's solid. He's solid. Yep. Um Yeah. So it's it's gonna be a tooth and nail battle, right, for those playoff spots. So it's gonna be get, yeah. it's gonna get really interesting. Um But I think that's all I really had to say about Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott. I think it's also just late race restart culture. We'll see what this happens. Chase is not going to... There's no way he's going to do something stupid at Bristol, but I definitely think he's not going to race him as good, which you shouldn't anyways, to be honest, because these playoff... Even for Chase, these playoff points matter. Oh, yeah. So. And we've seen before where you can have a ton of playoff points and then get eliminated anyway. Uh, like Larson at the Roval last year got very close. So. It got very close. Yep. Um, but yeah, other than that, we had Kimi Raikkonen, a 2007 F1 champion, made his Cup Series debut. Yeah. Did pretty good. Uh, he ran as high as ninth. He did end up getting in a Didn't crash. he qualify like 24th or something? Yeah, he qualified around 24th, I believe. Yeah. He Solid. says that he would... He says that he would consider coming back in his yeah. uh, interview with Parker Clickerman. Yeah, he sounded very like, well, I have no idea. So <laughs> that's what yeah. I got from it. Like, there, like it, To know. me, it sounds like, yeah, sure. Like, he wouldn't but, say like, no. There's nothing happening. So Yeah. Um, I will say that some drivers on Twitter were 
very interested in doing this Project 91. I think that's a big reason they did it this year was to like show these other drivers like, hey, this car, it can be competitive and we're putting world class drivers in it. Uh, Marcus Erickson tweeted that he would love to do it. I would love to see that. I would love to see like sponsorships get on it too, like Husky Chocolate. mm -hmm. It's like, okay, go ahead and get in that car. That'd be cool. And uh, Jensen Button was another one who said he would love to do it. Wow. Um, There are probably others. But that'd be I a could, cool full time or not full time, but one that runs a lot of races, like put Jimmy in it for the 500. Yeah, I think Elio is probably going to be in it for the 500. Elio Castroneves. I think the, that's what Elio Castroneves for the Daytona 500. I think that's probably going to happen. Yeah. What is that or, like a thing? Yeah. You haven't heard about this? No, <laughs> we did Elio not put this in the T. What the hell? We probably talked about it. You might not remember it. Um, Elio had a bet with the CEO of SRX saying that if he could win a race this year, that he would try and find him a Daytona 500 ride because Elio wants to do the Daytona 500. And then Project 91 was announced. Like, okay. Re- pretty recently before that. that so I think cool. Elio is probably going to get that car for the 500. That would be cool. I'd be surprised. They should they definitely didn't. run it for the 500. Put somebody I think in it. If they do. I think I could see Jimmy doing the double next year in the 91 and the doing the Indy 500. Maybe. I, think that's I feel like Jimmy, when he's at Indy, he really wants to focus on Indy. That's the thing. That's fair. I don't think he wants that distraction fair. yet. Yeah. Maybe he wants to have a couple more years. He of really wants to win Indy. the Indy 500. He really mm-hmm. wants to win it. Um, But yeah, as I was saying, though, there's a lot of drivers that are more compelled to do it now. Like, imagine Joseph Newgarden. In that car at Bristol. Bristol. Oh my god. He wants to do Bristol so bad. I know it's not with Team Penske, but he's a big team Chevy driver in IndyCar. Yeah. Like that's a ninety one Chevy car. I could maybe see it. I don't know. That'd be cool. So Watkins Glen felt like a Mm -hmm. race where it's like they almost had a bounty out because there were so many drivers, like more than usual. There are a lot of road course ringers out and it's just Joey Hand, Mike Rockenfeller were all out there. Joey Hand, by the way, is running as high as fifth in a Rick Ware car. Um, Danny Kiat, I can never say his name. Kvyat, he was Kvyat, out there. He was back. Again. He was back. Um, the other I didn't... Heisenberg car was there too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a race with a bounty on it. Like, yeah, which it, I think is a great idea for NASCAR. It is a great idea to do it at Watkins Glen. Like, how? I hope what a that bounty. this kind of. I hope this trend of the road course ringers kind of being back continues. Because I've missed that. It's fun. It really like, is Like, I missed fun. when we had Ron Fellows, Boris Said, like, guys like that would come in. Yeah, it's different. Even Jacques Villeneuve in the Xfinity series, yeah. like, when he would come over. Like, it was... I really liked it. You get so something different. You get a continues. different set of drivers. It's just... that's It's fun. It really is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, moving on. Um, I want to talk about i've been talking about this all weekend the radio style broadcast all right now when when xfinity came on on saturday i saw people tweeting like oh my god Bagman, yay and i just don't care anymore about it i'm not a fan yeah. of radio style i'm sorry i think i'm kind of over it like it's it's not a sleigh it's not a flop mm-hmm. it's mid well, it's mid of the week, and it's Mike Bagley is not the problem. Oh the no, it ain't Mike Bagley's problem. It's just the format is it. just the whole idea because it doesn't work on television. It doesn't. Like, it was cool the first year or two, but now it's just kind of like, 
all they do is talk about the leader and how many being five car links are, ahead. How many car links? They love then, car links. Car links mean yeah. nothing to me. I'm sorry. No. They mean nothing to me. Okay. It, and on radio, it helps because it yes. helps you visualize it. But I can already see it. I want some analysis. It's like NBC, their best thing is analysis, right? Because they have Dale Jr. Mm-hmm. and Jeff Burton as drivers. Steve Letart. Like, they are so good at analyzing stuff. With yeah. radio style, they can't do that. They all have to be play-by-play and, and paint yeah, the picture that's already painted. Really, they have to be really quick about it. They don't get as much time to talk, so they can't really analyze anything. It's like... In art, it's, yeah. it reminds me of art before the camera was invented. Artists painted stuff realistically because, well, you couldn't take a picture of it. When yeah. cameras came out, artists started getting really creative. Okay, mm-hmm. that that's art history right there. We're I, getting I, an I art have, lesson. I, from I right now. We are. I have a degree. <laughs> um, you it's do. like that's like painting stuff realistic, which is still like a thing. But it's like when you already have a perfectly good photo right there. Yeah. And you're like not really, need... like... Yeah. Which, like, in art, it works different, because you can still, like, make it look different. But in what we're actually talking about, you can't really do anything else. It's yeah, just pointless. Like, I, I hope they don't do it next year. I will um, say, it's a, I'm glad they didn't do it, because last year, I feel like... Last year, they did it a lot. They did it at the Indy Road Course, I believe. Hell, one year they did it at Indy, the Brickyard 400. Yeah, they did it at the Brickyard yeah, 400. I think they did it at Pocono once. I'm pretty Maybe sure. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking they did it at Michigan. Maybe it was Pocono. I think they did it at Pocono. Like, they like to do it a lot, and I got so sick of it, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of it. I'm glad that they only did it once this year, but I still i am not the biggest fan of it, okay? Mike Bagley yeah. is great on MRN, or wherever he does it. Um, he does Sirius and MRN. Yeah, he's great, okay? He's great, but I, he, he don't need them. You don't need them for TV. NBC is so good. They don't really need to be doing these little different things like this. They took away from what they're actually good at, in my opinion, which is the analysis. Like, if Fox did this, it'd probably be Fox's best race of the year. (laughs) If, Like, seriously, because they don't have time to be goofy. Like, Clint has to be be on. Like... (laughs) But you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like no, Fox I get it. This would be the best race of the year. NBC, it takes away from what they're good at. Yeah. Fox, they're not good at anything, so this would be like, they'd be good at it. Yeah, it's just, but, it's it takes away from what else, a quality booth, in my opinion, even with yeah. Rick Allen in it. Like, mm-hmm. So I'm just not a fan. I, it's a cool idea. It, we don't it was we have cool, TV. We don't need to. Yeah. Everyone's been saying it. It's just not necessary. Yeah. All right, Mike Bagley's not really doing anything for us. Right. And it's not his fault. It's not, he could, like, he's great at what he does. This is not what he does. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, But that's not before, a flop. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, before we talked about the playoff picture, you wanted to talk about an actual flop. Here's a flop, there, okay? But... And I've been cooking this for a while, all right? I have not been watching Trucks... And trucks is for a different reason, okay? I have not been watching Xfinity, okay? Because our either. issue that we thought we got rid of, I think, is back, all right? The cup drivers and Xfinity. It is so bad to the point, and this isn't exactly the same, but it's very similar because of AJ Allmendinger's a weird situation. Mm-hmm. But we saw the exact same battle for the win both days. Yep. 
I don't think that's exciting. I, did, I do not even think... watch Xfinity. I did not watch Xfinity the day before. So I was at Gateway. But like that that's not like a really cool thing. It's just like they shouldn't be in both races. Like Almondinger's different, but still. Still, it's just like I'm tired. Like the reason I think I don't watch Xfinity anymore because like William Byron, like dude, like I'm just. I think there were seven drivers who raced in both. I think I. I don't know. I'm trying to look for the actual race results, but um, what in the world? But it, Cup drivers, I just don't think they need to be in Xfinity anymore. They don't. You know, Kyle Busch didn't has not run a single one this year. He has said that he's kind of just retired from Xfinity now. And I think that's good. Like, he doesn't need to be winning that every single week. And I understand why they did that. Because of he brought in sponsors, which is kind of ironic, considering his current situation in the cup side. But I don't know. Yeah. I think they should just make it. You have to pick a series. If you pick cup, you cannot race in the... Basically, if you pick Cup, you cannot race Xfinity or Truck. If you race Xfinity, you can race it. You can race Cup, but you cannot race Truck. Yeah, I think that's how they should do it, like a little ladder. And this whole Hendrick lower. This whole Hendrick deal they got going on Xfinity, where Byron and Bowman are like running all these races. It's just I'm over it. Taking away points from the other guys too. And it's not entertaining. Like we see these guys race on Sunday. I'm sorry. It's just. We've been talking. Okay, it's been a yeah. decade-old debate, okay. And mm. at first, I was like, "Well, it's kind of cool." No, I'm over it. I'm sorry. It, it does not make me want to watch Xfinity. I started getting back into Xfinity the last two years, so it was starting to get better. But now it's it's every it's week back now, to how it was. Almost. Thankfully, I think what once the playoffs start for Xfinity, which is not even that soon. Like, dude, September 24th is their first playoff race. They have they still have oh, four wow. races. Yeah. Wow. So, because I believe they still have the rule where cup drivers cannot race in the playoffs at all. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. It's just dumb. I yeah. I bet, but you know what? I I bet none of them will run Daytona. <laughs> God, I remember actually, when they used to all run Daytona, but then they stopped doing that. Like at 2007, there was like 26 double duty yeah. drivers. <laughs> like. Crazy. I will say though, Daytona Xfinity mm. for some reason in in not July um. In the summer is like one of my favorite races. Same, actually. I think it's I'm the, excited for I it. I think it's the 2010 Dale Jr. nostalgia when he won in the three. Yeah. I don't know. Classic. Good vibes. I'm not doing anything this weekend except watching Daytona and playing Splatoon. So. Mm-hmm. Big weekend for gamers. Splatoon Big weekend 3. for me. Big weekend for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the playoff situation. Not much has changed. Uh, Blaney and Truex were non-factors. They finished 24th and 23rd, respectively. Yeah. Um, What is going on with Truex? It's like Blaney was up there maybe for like half a second. Truex was just nowhere to be found. Well, again, road course. Road course is 2022. Kyle Busch was up there for a Christopher Bell was up there, too. But Denny Hamlin, though, too. It's Denny Hamlin was out to lunch. I think Bubba didn't really have a good day. Like... Yeah. Just off, which but now he, Truex goes to a track type he's never won at, so. Blaney has a 25-point lead over Truex. And a handful of wins at Daytona. <laughs> and, like, so some of the best plate racers for teammates, so. I think Truex, 
he's gonna one even if he sweeps the stages truex and blaney gets no playoff points he still have a five point gap on blaney i just don't think that's likely blaney's gonna probably get playoff points truex might be in a must win yeah honestly everyone probably is who's not in already yeah um because you have guys like Bubba Wallace. Blaney's the Busher. only one who can, like, chill. But he's also one of the... I wouldn't mo- say Blaney can chill. Not chill, but... can win. Not chill. But, well, at the same time, it's like, what can you do? Like... Right. It's Daytona. It's but yeah, Daytona. Bubba Wallace, Chris yeah. Buescher, Brad Keselowski, Stenhouse, Eric Jones, Michael McDowell, Austin Dillon. I think, like there's, I think the thing with Blaney... Some people can win. Is Blaney, mm-hmm. even if he doesn't win... There's still a chance that he makes it on point, so it's almost like a little bit of insurance, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's like if, say, Chase Elliott wins, right? Blaney has that in his back pocket, okay? Because Blaney mm-hmm. will probably run up front at the stages, like, right? If if Blaney wrecks out and gets no stages, then Truex will probably get the spot. And by the way, Kurt Busch is locked into the playoffs. Um, so... The only... The thing with that is how does this work? Discussion. How does that they, work? I think what could happen, and the teardown podcast with Jeff Gluck and Jordan. This is gonna be some 2013 stuff, okay? This is gonna be about to be some they, 2013 stuff. Kurt Busch, they 2311, they could reject the waiver. Thus, they get out of the playoffs, which would then put Truex in. If they do that, I hope it's before Darlington. If they do it mid playoffs, that's gonna wait. get become a Jeff Gordon. No, wait! I feel like you have to do it before the playoffs, right? I would hope so. Or else Kurt Busch is just gonna sit there collecting no points. In my opinion, in my yeah. opinion, well, you have to do it before the playoffs start, or Kurt Busch is gonna sit there collecting no points if he can't get back in the car. Yeah, because honestly, I don't I, think he's getting back in the car. <laughs> I think we'll, he's out. We'll, we'll see what happens there. I. But the other thing is there's also owner points. The car itself can still get money. So but, like, would they keep them in the playoffs well, for the owner points for, with Ty Gibbs? Well, like, aren't they know. the same? Aren't they the same? Because aren't they the same? No, I'm sorry. Aren't they different? They are different. The owner points right. and the driver. So but you I, reject, if they, if reject they withdraw, her- if they take the waiver, I think that would take them out of the owners. No, well. because maybe the 45 I, I car never missed a race. They don't need a waiver for the 45 car. So maybe that's the thing. I don't. I don't know how that works. I don't know how it is in the rule book. And but, I'm not. But that's how. That's how they were saying on the teardown is like if it were to come to that, hopefully they come to a decision before Darlington, because that'd be not you have to ideal. In my yeah. opinion, you have to. If, but I don't know what NASCAR's rule is run, on that. If they can't run Darlington, they better keep Kurt in the playoffs. Just let him be out round one. I think that is the most fair way to do it. Don't add Truex in as a little pity because then Daytona meant nothing. Well, it, we don't get a new win. And then that's the thing. It's like this is mm, this is a hard situation. It is because it's very. How do you? analyze this from back and he's good right how do you analyze this from a sporting perspective because it's just like part of me is almost like okay so yeah it should be really just 15 guys because truex technically did not earn a spot but yeah and that would that would fit the rules the 45 of bush just does not get any points but i think that would be the most fair if he can't run i feel like 
But there is a way that 2311, they could just deny the waiver. Thus, they're out. I I hope that's not what this comes I kind to, of hope. But I don't know. It's not going to be pretty if that's what happens. I don't think that'd be good for anything. I don't want this to ruin Daytona either. I don't want this to, like, be what, the only it'd thing be, we talk about. It'd be about. so deflating. But if that's, if that at happens. least Truex has a big points gap. And it's just like... I don't know. Honestly, I feel like I'd be fine if they pull the waiver and Truex gets in. Okay. Honestly, I, I would be fine with that only before Darlington. If right, before Darlington's like, oh yeah, well, what if what if Kirk comes back for Kansas and that's where he won earlier? Maybe we he can miss Darlington, but he gets cleared for Kansas. He can win Kansas. It's just like, I I don't I don't know. And then he doesn't get cleared for Kansas, and they waited for no reason. It's just yeah, like because I feel like if they do pull that yeah. waiver, then Truex has to start with like. No point. Not the points he collected in the races, right? Like mid-playoffs? If they pull that waiver mid-playoffs? I don't know, but NASCAR needs to figure it out. Y'all need to figure that out. Because it's not my job to figure it out. That's the thing. It's not my job. I hope they're talking about it behind the scenes. They need to make contingency plans. They need to have the rules laid out to a T. They need to be in full contact with 2311. They need... They need to figure that out because yeah. that could get real stupid real fast, and it could ruin a really great thing. That this we has have been this the year. best season of the playoffs. I would really, it wouldn't yes. ruin it, but it would like put a very it bad would put a taste black eye on mouth. it. To be honest, oh yeah. yeah. So they need to NASCAR needs to for once have their stuff together. They need to have their folder with all their files in it all together, yep. all organized. Okay, for once, yep. please. <laughs> I'm. Regardless of all that, I am very excited for Daytona. I yep. think it's going to be stupid, and I can't wait. <laughs> like, this is going to probably be my favorite Daytona race in quite a while, as it actually kind of matters. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad we didn't get a new winner at Watkins Glen, because Brad Keselowski can still go in there with his bulldozer, wreck the field, and win. Stenhouse could wreck the field and win. Bubba Wallace, Michael McDowell, they could win. Chris Buescher, easy. Second a lot. Mm-hmm. Eric Jones. Remember, Chris- he could win as well. Hell, wait, all everyone that we just mentioned, they have all Bubba's. Bubba has a Talladega win. All the other ones have won races at Daytona. Busher has a p- dual win, but the other have points okay. wins at Daytona. Yeah, yeah, yep. There's a lot of. They are literally the race. collection of people that and- can't have won this race. Basically, Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon, Eric, Al- Eric Almarola, yeah, Cole Custer, even to Harrison be honest, Burton. Harrison Burton, was Harrison really Burton, man. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I this mean, look is, at Ford. Ford's gonna be good, I think. They always are. Mm-hmm. I mean, they dominated the Daytona 500. I think it's Ford is probably my favorite. Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy is another. Good He's one. actually a legit. Cha- like. This is going to be wild. This is going to be wild, it, but... Huh? It's Corey LaJoy. I think Corey LaJoy is 31st in points. I think he would have not made it, right, if he won Atlanta. So I think I don't think Corey can make it, actually. No. no I mean, I'm I got the sure. points right here. He's... If he's... Ooh, he's he's got to make up some you. points, but if he wins, I think he could make up the points. It depends how Todd Gilliland does. And Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon. One of them are going to wreck. One of Imagine them are gonna if Ty wreck. Dillon made the playoffs. 
I honestly forget he's in the series. Yeah, me too. But he won't be next year, probably. He's wait. Oh no, honey, I can't read. I'm sorry. No, ignore what I said. I think Corey LaJoy's mathematically out because he's pretty sure he is. He's 71 points behind. Oh no, how do y'all how do y'all mess that up? But Harrison Burton, that you and I'd be happy if Harrison Burton won it. You asked me the other day. I think it was yesterday. Harrison's the exact ha- type to win a race like this because he'd be like fifth all day and win. You asked me how would I feel if Harrison won and Blaney was out. I said I'd laugh. I- all you can do is laugh. God, and I'm honestly. so curious on how the 12 team runs Daytona. Yeah. Do they go for playoff points? Do they I try feel like, and go for the win? I feel like you have to go for the win. But it's mm-hmm. also a situation where it's like you cannot afford to wreck because then yeah. Truex could get a free pass at a yep. chance. Like, you, if he wrecks early, that's gonna be yeah. a big blow. But I said last week, like he he's gonna have Joey to help. I'm assuming that they're gonna really have Cindric and Joey help him. I hope so. Harrison too. That'd be the smart thing to do. And yeah. also, let's look at all the other Fords that are maybe already in the playoffs, like Harvick. And well, I think I think Harvick is Brisco- going to be trying to help all of his teammates. That's be true. To help Al- Almarola and Briscoe more so. Yeah. Laney. Well, Briscoe's fine, right? He's got. Well, yeah, Briscoe. Well, <laughs> well, Briscoe's in because there's only 15 winners. Briscoe's yeah, in the he'll playoffs. be in. He's I'm locked. pretty sure he's locked. I think. Yeah. yeah. So Harvick and Briscoe be trying to help Almarola. Yeah, and I guess more true. so. So yeah, yeah. but I th- I'm thinking Cindric and Joey, and they are. Some of the best plate racers. I mean, Penske. What it was Blaney versus Centric for the Daytona 500 win. They're gonna, they're gonna be really good. They're gonna be solid. Yep. But yep. it's Daytona and Bubba's gonna be good. Okay, Bubba's gonna be good. Yeah. Brad Keselowski and Chris Busher are gonna summon the power of God <laughs> to try to win this race. Michael McDowell oh is God. always running fourth at Daytona. Yeah. Justin Haley. True. Justin Just Haley, Haley, dude. <laughs> he can. Justin Haley could win this race. There's not he a. Sing, I'm look. There's not a single driver. Cole Custer is the one driver I do not see winning this race. And Ty Dillon. And Todd Dillon. Nope. Todd I Dillon, take that back. I could see Todd Gillen. Todd Gil, David Gillen been teaching him stuff, man. Ty Todd Dillon and Gillen's Cole Custer are the really only drivers lately. I see not winning the race. Everyone, Everyone else has a shot. All right. And Truex. Make... Truex. Truex is not winning that race. He's not making Should the playoffs. I'm sorry. Should we make our fantasy pick for Daytona? <sighs> Who the hell do you even pick? I guess I'm ready because I have some. Yeah. We, I have one we just laid it out. Anyone but like three people can win this race. Yep. So. Yep. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Oh. Okay. No! I wanted him! Fuck you! Before before we move on, I think Blaney is going to win this race. It's going to be all this hype, and then Blaney wins anyway, even though he's the one in. Again, I wasn't, trying to, I wasn't trying to hype it up too much, but, like, Cindric and Joey are going to help him. Yeah. They are the best plate racers, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> Okay. I, I have a backup. I didn't. Because oh. I'm like, what are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds are going to pick both pick Blaney? Jesus Christ. We pick the same person all the time, Zach. You should be prepared. Shut up. Yeah, you should be prepared. <laughs> you should be. You should suck my ass. All right. Um. All right. I got. Oh, I guess I got my. Mm, 
No. Mm. I got my second pick. All right, you ready? Okay, I'm All ready. Right. Three, two, one. Christopher Bubba Busher. Wallace. Ooh, I almost went with Bubba. Wow. Chris Busher. Okay. Going all in. Christopher Busher. Christopher Busher. I'm going all if in you, with him. I really wanted to pick Brad. So. Oh bad, my but... God! But you have not had luck with picking Brad this year. No, I have not. And I, I need. I'm a race win behind you now in points. I need a win. And I Bubba think Blaney or it. Bubba. Bubba's really good at plates. Bubba not... has two second place finishes in a row at Daytona. Oh yeah. He's finished second twice in a row. Even if I don't get the win, he might finish second. Yeah, which I think breaking playoff wise, but points wise for me, he'd be good. Chris Busher, I think he's. I've been saying it. He's just on a roll, momentum wise. I think mm-hmm. he's won it. He won the Daytona Duel. I think those RFK cars are going to be fast. The Fords are going to be yeah. fast. If Brad wrecks the field, <laughs> Brad Keselowski could win this race. He really could. Brad's going to be the dude to watch. This is going to be the best NASCAR race of the century. (laughs) This is the best. I can't wait. I'm so mad. The Splatoon demo is going to be during the Daytona, part of the Daytona race. I'm like, oh. Girl, I'm going to be playing Splatoon all day until the NASCAR race. Like, period. It's going to be good. I'm so excited. Such a good day. Y'all. This has been a good episode, I'll tell you what. Yes. Um, I'm entertained. It's back next weekend, by the way. There's summer break <sighs> ends, so we... Yeah. It's uh, the morning after Daytona, so if Daytona goes till midnight, I will not be watching I'm that. I'm so but... not into F1 right now. I'm going to be real with you. I think because IndyCar mm-hmm. and NASCAR have been better than usual. Yeah, and F1's kind of been... And mm-hmm. I'm busy. Like I'm just like, mm-hmm. and F1's been not good this year, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm just like... <sighs> I'm over it. But yeah. Next week we'll talk all about Daytona. We might touch on F1 if something crazy happened, but yeah. playoffs playoff field will be set next week. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I honestly, I don't think it will be. So Matt Collig is going to have more time to announce who's going to be in his cars next year. And then they're going to announce the 17th driver for the playoffs. No. Congratulations, Martin Truex. So, I yeah. already have my fantasy pick, but here's my actual prediction for what will happen. Mark my words, okay? okay? Justin Haley will win at Daytona, okay? Oh, okay. Okay? Matt Collick comes into victory lane and announces that Kyle Busch will be racing for them next year. Could you imagine? And then Kyle Busch so And then Kyle Busch says, "No, I'm not." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, this is no Matt's just drunk in victory lane. Saying Kyle Busch will race for us next year, and he, Kyle wasn't ready to announce it, so I was like, "No, I or, never agreed to say that." Or he'll just say yeah. some shady shit, like, "Um, like, like we're excited to have you know Kyle with the program next year." Oh my gosh, <laughs> we I've built this race team up from the ground up, and for my man Justin Haley, we're gonna have Kyle Busch next. Anyway, <laughs> y'all, oh my- I hope. <laughs> I, I, I want that to happen, though. God. I th- I hope... I, I almost picked Justin Haley, but he's too... He chills too much in Cup. All right, y'all. Mm. Um, We'll see you guys next week to talk about um whatever happens at Daytona. I just hope no one gets hurt. Um, Same. Which is I'm not, a little worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. 